0: Welcome to the dark forest. Jackie and, and her pals will, will never bore us. Shameless confessions about our obsessions will make, make us laugh and smile. and smile. So let's explore the dark forest and dork down for a Hello and welcome to the Dork Forest. Jackie Cation here. Uh, I believe it to be, what, October 12th, 2010? Uh, the website's, of course, JackieCation.com, DorkForest.com. You can subscribe on iTunes. You're probably listening on Libsyn. Who knows? There's players on my website. There's an RSS feed of your choice. There's an iPhone app. If you have some sort of yeah, fancy like telephone. IPhone app? I have an iPhone app. Gosh. Two bucks. Wow. Nice. Two bucks. Or, you could, get, if you have an iPhone, uh, you could just get the most current uh, episode on Stitcher.com. There's a link to that. For free, so you don't have to give anybody two bucks. I think I get a buck from every iPhone app that they sell. Really? Yeah, I think so. I think I've sold one. And, uh, <laughs> That's I've, I've I have dozens feel. of listeners. On there. Uh, oh, yeah, the, there's a donation button. Feel free to use it if you haven't, people. That's all I'm saying. Don't anyway, be shy. Um, don't be shy sitting in my living room right now uh two very funny comics and uh and one guy I didn't know he was a dork until he started telling me what he likes to do. So Matt Knutsen, welcome to the program. Hello everyone, thank you for having me. There you go and Mr. Jimmy Dork, welcome to the program. Hi Jackie, hi Dork. There you go. We got we got we got people listening. We're going to talk about it. You were just talking about Paul Provenza. That's a comedy moment right there talking about that movie The Aristocrats. Did yeah, you did you uh-huh. see that film?
1: Yeah, uh, I did see the film. And I, so, um, I I, made the point to him that, you know, I really thought I was, you know, had my finger on the pulse of what was happening in comedy. I really thought I was a comedy insider. And you are. And you do.
0: And um, <laughs> I had
1: never heard that joke. Oh, the aristocrats? Right. You,
0: funny thing about that is that I had heard, because um, you've been doing stand-up for as long as anybody. Right? I might have heard that joke and maybe the guy told it for me and I forgot it. Right, because it's usually a dick who's telling you that joke. Because oh, it's a, it's okay. the dumbest fucking joke in the world, as far as oh. I'm concerned. And I was told that joke, uh, a clean version of that joke.
2: Is that, that's is that even possible?
0: It is possible, and and I am. It's the most, possible. It is possible. Uh, the punchline was, it was essentially, uh, it was about a talking horse, and then in the end, the dog says something, and the punchline oh. was, uh, a dog could never talk. The horse says that. And forty-five minutes. Forty-five minutes. Jackie Cation sat in the car and listened to some uh, jackass telling kind of this fucking joke.
2: And then the family all came in and made pies,
0: and everyone ate the pies.
1: Was he a magician also who headlined one-nighters? <laughs> you know those. He was me- not a remember magician. there was a there was a guy, Lee Ramsey. I remember used to headline in the Midwest when I first started. He and um, he was. They would have those people like those sl- those. Remember the right. magi- magicians? All of a sudden, they had a place because they were always cheesy comics anyway.
0: Right, magicians and, yeah. and uh, yeah. I remember there was a guy Ken Bradley in Minneapolis who used to get furious at magicians, and he did a this crazy self. It was a it was like meta. And Meta, uh, it was all number. about uh, uh, the magical linking rings, click, click, click. And he would just talk about how magicians blow. They do. And uh, <laughs> you're just like, well, the audience loved him, and he went up right before you, so you may not want to do it. Well, why don't you right put magic there. on the billboard, see how many people show yeah. up? Uh, people love magic. People,
1: well, really? That's why What's there's me? magic clubs all over the country.
0: <laughs> well, but, but right? I, I went to Penn & Teller last right?
1: week. Right? That's, That's why it. there's... So there's so there's it's, magic clubs all over the country? What are you,
0: my dad? It's <laughs> like, well, I'm asking you a question, and you're not going to answer me. I, you, you know that there aren't any
1: magic clubs uh, Once people are that, already like at an event somewhere, and magic happens, yes, people seem to enjoy it.
0: You know what I, don't, <laughs> I Here's the thing. I like magic. I didn't I object
1: to it. I mean, it was okay. Yeah, it was I have okay. a hard time with magicians, because you know, they when have when worse go social, social skills it, than, than comics. comics. Uh, uh, sorry. Sorry. I've talked over you. I'm sorry.
0: Right. It's, a, it's just that magicians have worse social skills than comics. Well,
1: I... And really? Because I find... Do But I find that magicians actually have... are pretty, they're more like, if they weren't magicians, they would
2: be selling real estate. Hmm. Or well, you cars, find them to be,
0: or working in or HR. Cars. They're
2: salesmen. Okay, have you ever that's tried to have a conversation style. with a contortionist?
0: I have not oh. had it. oh really?
1: Uh, I, you no. know what, I tried, but they're I mean, bendy. I, <laughs> that's, that's, I kept making appointments to have, a, to have a discussion with, them. I mean, i Bent over backwards, to accommodate.
0: <laughs> Thanks for tuning in, ladies and gentlemen. It's been a really good dork for us. Uh, Jimmy Dore, let's just talk. The, the thing that, I'm smoking Blue Dream
1: pot today.
0: Are you? I That's know what my, you're
1: uh, my stash today. It's a hybrid. It's
0: but a it hybrid. Is, it, is a very, was it was like it was grown on the shady side of the... I don't know where they grow.
1: Uh, no, they cross it. You know, it's all genetics now. I mean, you know, marijuana, they cross pollinate. It's all
0: very fancy. Sounds yes. like
2: it's from the south of France. Yeah, is it beautiful. It's like so anyway,
0: so that's if anyone's wondering, it's Blue Dream,
2: and uh, that would, as you
0: drive around Los Angeles, that would be stoned. Why, uh,
1: that would be why I'm extra entertaining right now. Yes. Okay, go ahead. Nice.
0: Is it now? Because you do, you have the medical card. Sure. You talk about it on stage. I have seen you talk about it. One it's, of my uh,
2: favorite jokes of yours. You end up on a list. Oh, thank you. A list of people who can buy pot.
0: That's Jimmy right. Dore, ladies. JimmyDore.com. Hilarious.
2: Com. Thank and, you. And uh,
0: so. But uh, there's a lot of there's you know what I have the headphones on you guys don't. I can hear a lot of chewing. There's a lot of uh, up and down with the table. Oh, we're nice.
2: we're satiating ourselves. We're, we're hungry. <laughs> well, is we're thirsty. Yes, maybe maybe I have put some, some things in. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> maybe yeah, if you I got to do the
2: comedy and everything else, we'll be provided some cans.
0: It's a uh, in, in my oh, defense. Oh, cans? You mean headphones? Yes. Yeah. See, now, I don't know that term. That's an audio term. You this know, you do morning radio. Sixth.
2: They call them cans when you do morning radio. I cans. have done morning radio. Get a set of cans. Get Jimmy Dore a set of cans.
0: A lot of people think I'm an idiot and tell me that, they call them headphones. They say those are your headphones yeah. those are your headphones <laughs> ma'am ma'am those are your headphones
2: i actually uh used to buy set uh, said headphones every two years for my audio career oh, you had an audio recommend... career yeah i used to be a, a boom guy on film and television
0: oh really? wow. and
2: stuff. yeah can yeah. i feel
0: your muscle with that that's wow. and did you have to hold things up yeah, we had a lot of holding, right? Yeah, a lot of holding, a lot of that like precision. That's that microphone that's in the air, right? I'm mm-hmm. in show business. I'm not in the part of show business that knows uh, things for real. You know that long stick with that the microphone? That long stick with the microphone. That the was
2: Knudsen. Yeah, for about seven years when I first moved to L.A. That was the thing that I did That was to, your day
0: job? Yeah, that
2: I, that I could do to, uh, you know... To pay for it. food and groceries and uh-huh. things. Yeah. I like it. What
0: what what big movie did you
2: retire that uh, about? Pool? Yeah, about four years ago. For for what? What did you uh, trade it in for? My comedy stylings. God, the comedy stylings of Matt Yeah, and my in my acting career. You, you
0: got a new uh, you got a new album, out, don't you? Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, we we yeah, should probably somebody. tell
0: people about it at some point. What's yeah, the name
2: that's it? of it? Uh, the comedy stylings of Matt condition
0: <laughs> Oh, oddly, is that really is, called that? Yeah, it's it yeah. awesome. That's perfect. That's hilarious. You knew what it was called. Let me something I didn't know because I didn't write it down. But,
1: you, but, uh, I, did. right. but were, I, I didn't even it. know. You intuited it, Jackie. That's you know meta. What? You know That's meta. If you just relax, it'll come to you. <laughs> uh-huh. It's true.
0: I I, I can read people. The I oracle, am the oracle, Jackie. Which you know what that means? That means I used to be Batgirl. Huh? I didn't know that? It's, uh, one
2: grain of sand. That's all that's left of Fantasia.
0: It's, uh, wow, talk about a dorkdom. What's that
2: from? <laughs> Fantastic. Uh, The NeverEnding Story.
0: Oh, The NeverEnding Story with the and giant flying dog.
2: Yeah, the giant flying dog, and then, like, he just Did had Did you ever this- see The
0: NeverEnding Story, Jimmy Dork? No. How about how about a movie that came out that same year? Time Rider. Wow. Did you ever see that? Where a man had a motorcycle that went so fast he went back in time. He, he goes back to eighteen seventy six, and love... they think he's the devil.
2: Yeah, sure.
0: Because he's in a, and then he has to invent gasoline so he can get back to the future. Because he uh, was in
1: red leather, why yeah. wouldn't they just think that he was British and uh, British just... soldier? Uh, because he was in red leather. Oh, he wasn't leather. in
0: red
2: wool. Oh, we've seen red cloth and wool. At
0: Good blood, bad blood.
2: Red leather, yellow leather. <laughs> <laughs> Did you guys see, it? it just, uh, I saw it on CNN.com today, the, um, Eric Stoltz footage, uh, Back to the Future. No. Before Michael J. Fox was cast. No, Stoltz. Like oh, a, Eric Stoltz. Pick? No, no, no. They shot five weeks of footage of Back to the Future with Eric Stoltz as Marty McFly. And, um...
0: Oh, wow! Yeah, that would said, have been an entirely they did, did they different
2: movie. They just moment. say goodbye. Yeah, Bobby Z was like, "It's not as funny as it should be. I'm not getting the last word." And you know, to their credit, Universal was like, "Well, okay, well." So they scrapped Eric Stoltz and started the when news. you say Bobby Z. A Robert Zemeckis. Oh, okay. Yeah. See? I, huh? And that's I no can Paul call him Provence. that because we've <laughs> never a, met. Exactly. So, that's no know. Paul
0: Provenza, my friend. You, Robert Zemeckis, that's a real That's a real name. real yeah. drop right there. That's yeah. nice. Well,
2: I've never met him, so I'm I comfortable saw, calling him that.
0: I saw Danny Gould and Kyle Cease yesterday mm. at lunch. Hanging Those out are, together but, or separately? Separately. Mm-hmm. Separately. Kyle okay. Cease was on the phone. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I nodded at him and he ignored me. Because he's asked to be on the show and I, I said no. Oh. So, Kyle.
1: What, why why have you said no?
0: Well, because I was gonna have him on the show about a year and a half ago about his love of motivational speakers. But he asked me he actually finally got and then he had to cancel one time and one time he forgot about the show and didn't show up. But um it was and when I came live.
2: You had Wayne Dyer on instead.
0: Wayne Dyer. Who's Wayne Dyer? You don't know speaker. Dr. Wayne Dyer? No, Dr. We Wayne
2: don't. Dyer. You watch KCET The like- Erroneous Zones? <laughs> <laughs> does he have erroneous zones?
0: <laughs>
1: he wrote the book Your Erroneous Zones in like, 1976, and it was a huge bestseller. How he do does you a spell lot of that. And that launched Erroneous. E-R- I think e R. it's As e in erroneous, erroneous, as erroneous. in an error. Your erroneous zones. And then he wrote a bunch of them since uh, Real Magic was one, uh, Pulling Your Own Strings is another oh, those the, are
0: fantastic
2: power positivity is, or something like that. Uh, the, the
0: crazy thing about him is that is that uh, when I was a kid my dad listened we didn't listen to any comedy albums no music my dad would listen to motivational speakers Brian Tracy anyone, anyone?
1: Like, Brian Tracy That oh, I don't know who that is but the crazy thing about um, uh, what what you know that stuff is that it works Zig Ziglar uh, yeah, I mean all that stuff. You know, it's all escape. about it's you know there, there's the, you've heard that saying that the, you're only confined by your own, by your thoughts.
0: You right. Know. I'm gonna start. A, I'm gonna start when when I uh, you're only
1: limited by your own thoughts, right? right. And, Absolutely. And I'm gonna do
0: affirmations for other people. That's <laughs> 110 bucks an hour. And yeah, yeah.
1: and there's this there's yeah, a there's I'm a funny. like an old like uh, Buddhist saying. You, you tend to go where you look. You tend to reap what you sow. Right. And you tend to get what you expect. Right, and that's just another way of saying you need you you need to uh, expand your brain. You know, you're only and think the bigger thoughts. I don't know how we get on this. Oh, because well, it's worked. That stuff's right. actually true. Well, and, and let me the, tell and you something. People limit where they can. I can never do that. I, and that's the only difference.
0: Well, the, it, the, what the Cajun motto is is move move the goalposts. Uh, that's the whole thing. Set is the that,
2: goals after you kick it.
0: Right. Uh, I, I meant, to I meant
2: it. I meant it to go
0: there. That's where it was going to go. That's where I meant Give me it to example. go. An uh, example. An example is. Um, you don't get 100. Everybody wants you to get 100 on the test, but you get a 96. And you're like, well, an A is fine. That's what yeah. I wanted. I wanted just to get an A. Mm-hmm. And so that's a very simplistic goal. But like when I used to sell T-shirts and sweatshirts and stuff after the football games at the Badger games, University of Wisconsin Badgers. Nice. Uh, seconds and Irregulars. Mm-hmm. Uh, we used to have a contest <laughs> between me and my brothers <laughs> to see who could sell the most stuff. Yeah. But uh, if my brother Russ would lose, like in dollars, right? You'd try to sell $2,000 worth of stuff. Whoever got the most, you know, then that person didn't have to buy their dinner that night, right? So it was me, my brother Phil, my brother Russ. And Russ would be like, Phil Phil would sell more than him. And then Russ would go, yeah, but how many white sweatshirts did you sell? And Phil would be like, 12? and. And Russ, went, I sold sixteen. That was the game. Mm-hmm. The game was how many white sweatshirts were you going to sell? In it? that
2: book, uh, the culture, the amateur, the yeah. cult of the amateur. It's basically talking about like how the internet has brought this. Uh, the kids who are growing up today are the children of participant badges. And everyone is like everyone oh, gets right, everyone right. gets a hundred. Everyone did a good job. Everyone's mm-hmm. there are no winners and losers. We're all. Right, great. All, so it's kind of great. skews well, your. You know,
1: can I just say that uh, you know, by giving an award for kids participating in something, I understand that you know, you you want to shame the outcome, don't shame the intent. The intent is to try to help kids. You know, mm-hmm. do right. make people feel shitty because they <laughs> wanted to make everybody who usually feels left out feel better. But what you know, the thing is, you're not really teaching the kid a lesson. You're not playing the game so you get a trophy. You know, the experience people forget that uh, playing sp- uh, sports is, is its own reward. That's true.
0: Right, right. So It's so its own you're reward. Saying, you're learn- you're you teaching, don't need to win. You're
1: teaching the kid to always be outcome-orientated instead of it le- teaching, you know, it would be better to teach the kid to enjoy playing baseball. Right. Agreed. So right. That's, that would be where but I. But
0: I, I do have a joke about uh, how my brother who's raising his kids with the New Age values. Well, let's hear it. Huh? Let's huh? hear it. It's, Come on. Uh, it's, uh, they play New Age musical chairs. Everyone uh, gets a chair, no. so no one feels left <laughs>
2: out. No.
0: Yeah, I know. I made it up. It's a joke, Jim. Oh. There you go. You're good.
2: In her defense, <laughs> she said, no. she started out with this is a joke.
0: I did. So oh, it, I I, it was a bit alert. Middle alert. Middle alert. Middle alert. Right, right. I thought that it, could
2: have been the real. It could have been like real. The true setup. Because a lot part.
0: of things. Yeah. Well, and then I and then I say, uh "Good touch, bad touch." Football. And then I alert <laughs> the audience that I've definitely made that one up.
2: <laughs> yeah. I've definitely made that
0: one up because. uh the British, sure the my, flag. But that's not
1: crazy that they would have enough chairs for everybody. That is, <laughs> that is like that is crazy, but right. I could see it happening. I could see yeah. it happening. They
0: might do it.
2: I think that's a, a, a on The Simpsons. When okay. Bart goes to the remedial class, they play musical chairs, and there's like eight kids running around. And then he... they cut to a wide shot, and there's like 15 chairs, and everyone's <laughs> sitting around.
0: Yay! Okay. So it is the joke. That's awesome.
2: Yeah, yeah. So there you go, Jackie. So
0: stop doing that bit. I'm All sorry. Right. I didn't, I didn't mean to. That's fine. Did... I wrote that bit like 20 so years ago. I... Simpsons
2: did it first. Didn't... Simpsons did it was Wasn't there a first. joke? God. Wasn't there on Family Guy? Didn't they do a whole episode like that? Simpsons did it first.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I bet.
2: Well, when you've been the high-water mark for comedy for 20 years, um, I think they did a lot of things.
0: Right. Did you see that, uh, the ad for their, their the couch joke that they did this week? Yeah. With uh, We could get right into politics on oh, that. Oh, yeah. yeah. Hilarious. The, yeah, The Simpsons did. It was um, a graffiti artist, was the guest director on it. And they do the couch thing where he's at work. And there's the joke about there's three days without an accident, and then he has an accident. And then... Homer Simpson gets home and they're sitting on the couch and then all of a sudden they go into a basement where Asians are making cells, making cartoon cells, as they actually do in Korea where all the cartoon cells are made for the Simpsons. Yeah and then it cuts to essentially a panda bear that's enslaved to getting drag whips. These, oh, getting whipped getting whipped all that on a, somebody's blog today where the panda is pulling the carts Yes, oh, and mm-hmm. and then the unicorn is yes. putting holes in the dvd yeah so it's it, it's very much a social statement about the creation of of animation right now is you know because all the basic cells are made in korea you know all the filler cells and then like there's three guys who make you know I don't know, the fancy ones. Yeah, here. and
2: then it pulls out, and it's the 20th Century Fox logo. So if you were ever in doubt that uh, Fox Fox's hands they... off the Simpsons, and yeah. then you can do whatever you want, they're like, they pull out, and it's, you know, the, the strobing lights, and that's the inside of the sweatshop.
1: Now, uh, a lot of people would tell them, uh, you know, what, why don't you grow up?
0: Oh, why? Because, oh like essentially yeah that's how that's how the world works yeah. kind of oh thing. that's
1: gonna help your career oh that's right, gonna right. Why, really bite the hand that feeds you why do you gotta rock the boat all the time why can't you just go to work <laughs> why can't you just go to work everyone's just trying to make a living
0: well it's sort of like uh when when uh supposedly when presidents are elected into a second term they're supposed to be able to do whatever they want right? Yeah. 20 years into the simpsons you'd think what are you gonna do cancel us fine yeah fine i'd like to get a uh, another hobby. Mm-hmm. I'd like to do something else and not write Lisa Simpson jokes for nine more years. Yeah.
2: One of the highlights of my life slash career, I went to a table read at Fox for the Simpsons. Oh, and, cool. Uh, yeah. A friend of mine is a writer on it and they have the whole cast sitting at a big, um, uh, like a, a, corporate boardroom table. And then there's like 15 chairs around and scripts are in there. So you just get to like sit there and, uh, read the script along with you know Hank's area. Oh right, right. You know Dan that. as they do the voices of the characters live in front of the writers to you know see how the jokes are playing.
0: So they, do they phone it, it awesome. in? Are they tired? Oh no, because um, you know when you when you get booked on a sitcom, they're like everybody else is just going to be reading. You
2: mm-hmm. you have no they to act. they they acted they acted it all. The, I was when the only people who literally phoned it in was Julie Kavner. Who was like out of town, but they just had a voice patch.
0: Oh, she was she
2: was reading along. So
0: she actually was on the phone.
2: She literally phoned it in, but it was the uh, script twenty four minutes, which was the uh, twenty four parody with Keeper Sutherland. So it was cool. That is cool. And then you get to like be the dork that you are, and like they had pens and scripts, and you could like go and oh, and get them all signed. uh, Yeah, it's in mine's in like a mylar bag at home on my. Did you board. see in
0: my bathroom? I don't even know if it's still up. It's I have a framed... Remember the short-lived cereal, the Bart Simpson cereal? Yes, I do. Uh, I have the box framed in my in my bathroom.
2: <laughs> I, I <laughs> saw no that. Reason. And it said, like, uh, enlarged to show texture. And oh, And so I right, made like right. this cereal giant. Like, that's the... Well, I like the texture look of that cereal. I'm going definitely buy it. You know, uh, um, what is that impulse to get
1: the cereal box framed or... Like, because I'm will i trying to remember when I had that like impulse. Like a collector
0: impulse kind of thing? Or? Yeah,
1: like because, well, I don't know. Uh, yes. Maybe like, I uh, yeah. remember when Seinfeld first started airing, right? This is...
0: 91?
1: This is, it had probably well, it'll, probably be, in notes, it'll no, be in the notes,
0: people. It'll be in the notes.
1: It was probably Annotations. 90, right? So I remember, and, that, and I had just started being a comedian, right, at that same time. So that show meant a lot to me. Sure. You know, and it was kind of, not a lot of people knew it. They weren't sure if it was going to stay on the air. They were still moving it around, trying to find it a time slot for a couple years.
0: Yeah, because it sucked, the first season.
1: It wasn't that bad. It, yeah, was, it was better than most of the stuff that was on television. Yeah, okay. So anyway, I got that framed picture of Kramer. Remember that became ubiquitous? Oh, well, I got right, right. it right away when it first came out. And I thought I was the coolest guy in school, you know, because like, look, this is this show reflects my life. Man. Yeah. yeah. This yeah. guy is this and it's funny and no one knows about it. And then when everyone knows about it, of course, I had to take it down and feel like an idiot. And yeah. uh, right. why Why is that? Why do you feel like an idiot after everyone likes what you like?
0: Well, it's just when the man co-ops your, uh, your art, man. I mean, who who didn't love R.E.M. before Green Day? Well, huh? yeah. A lot of people... What do you
1: didn't. mean by that?
0: It's, a, you know, it's when you, when people love a band yeah. before it becomes huge, and then after it becomes huge, the people who loved it early on are I all... had that experience one time yeah. it this got that guy, Pat McCurdy. Who's that?
1: So there's this guy, Pat McCurdy, who's <laughs> still a nobody, but... <laughs> <laughs>
0: In your face, Pat McCurdy. Uh, he's a huge listener. Who is he? He's so my I, father. Well, I didn't, you oh, know, that's, um,
1: that's such a jokey no, no. way to say it. I no. mean, I mean, he's still not famous. Right, right. But but uh, but who is he? He, what does he is do? still. I like his music very much. Um, uh, I used to go see him at this bar, Lounge Axe, in Chicago on Lincoln Avenue on Monday nights, and he, would, he, he would, uh, would just he would just play in the bar, and there would be like 30 of us there maybe, and a lot of, half of us were comics, and we all liked him, and he, he had a good sense of humor, and he was a good musician, and then all of a sudden, and then I don't know, what have you, a couple years go by, and then I go to see him again at Lounge Axe, and the kids from DePaul... Had kind of had discovered him, out, him. Had discovered him, mm-hmm. and then it became a saw, a show for these fucking college kids, right? And, <laughs> like and bastards—they don't even get it. it they don't care,
0: right? Yeah, that's how that's I it. felt. That's how you feel. You
1: don't know Pat McCurdy. That
0: is, how, and that's how people. That is that how is, I felt, and I, I just exactly and I never like, went back. It's like the guys who've been going to the Comic Con from the beginning. Yeah, and that's now something. it's been completely co-opted by mm-hmm. the man, and you're like. Fine, I'll go to WonderCon. Screw them.
2: And then it becomes so mainstream, it's almost laughable. Like well, now Comic
1: Con is ridiculous. Now, con, it, 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 yeah, it's not nerds anymore. It's con- everybody who wants to go sell something. It's
0: every shiny every- Hollywood bastard in the yes, world is there? Every
1: shiny shot. Hollywood bastard in the world is there. So it's no longer a nerd convention, right?
0: Right. I mean, you can still you could still nerd out. You can still get the good stuff, and you can and you can have fun, and you can run into your friends, and you might still get to you know. But you got to stand in line for four hours if you want to meet Neil Gaiman, or and it's not
1: and it's it's not like even half embarrassing to admit you went anymore.
0: Oh, that's true. Which which is part of the dork forest is the fact that uh, that's why I say this is a safe space because a lot of people are like I don't want to admit that I do that, and you're like, why not? You love you have a fantasy pro wrestler. It's uh, it's like fantasy football where you create a pro wrestler, uh-huh. uh, which is already fake, and then you've created a fantasy pro. It's fantastic. It's, yeah. it's one of the awesomest. And then you fight other fantasy pro wrestlers on a billboard on the <laughs> internet, and it's it's one of the. I got to get that guy back on in the pre-recorded version because it's it's in it's in the archives, the Dork Forest archives. Mm-hmm. But and then my phone rang. A lot of people turn off. I don't them. care who that is, Jackie. Yeah. I'm not here. No, um, yeah, I'm, you in know the middle, right I'm taping. I'm taping it's, for uh, God's sake. Well, why don't you guys talk amongst yourselves? i'm gonna go
2: hang up on him. okay as you as you do so what kind of uh, music did pat mccurdy play is it like kind of folk oh
1: rock? so pat mccurdy played um he was just he played a guitar mm-hmm. and then one time i went to him and he had a guy back in with the, he had a guy with a playing drums behind him and i was like well wow, that really adds a lot cool i really can yeah. see why people i like drums. that yeah <laughs> these college kids are out of something and uh, but that was right behind. then the next step was he the college kids and that was when i was like oh because i was already probably 28 and uh, then these they were like all 20 or something you know t- t- and then they're kids
2: to you sure when
1: you're 20 you're grown I'm a grown man I'm.
2: whippersnappers
1: and <laughs> um so it it uh I that's that's that they don't even that, that's funny when you said that That's. I, didn't, I never said that out loud but they don't even get them and you want right. to feel like you're I'm innocent. getting
0: a little more coffee. I don't know if you could hear that in the uh, podcast Cause, land. Because he spoke about he, he had he had some like really
1: heartbreaking songs, and he talked about phoniness of people yeah. and the and the emptiness of celebrity. He had songs about that. And mm-hmm. and I really he had this song called Rich, Young, Pretty and Tan. Rich, <laughs> Young, Pretty and Tan. Right. Everyone wants to be rich, young, pretty and tan. Dress up nice so no one knows about that itch that comes and goes. I just want to be Anyway, that was the song. It was great. It was he sang it better than I'm not musical. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you could have fooled me. I th- I yeah, that, that was wasn't great. bad. That was on key. That was, was on key. Wonderful. Sure. <laughs> he had uh, his, His. I guess his best, uh, my favorite song of his would be the, um, uh, he sang a song about Memorial Day, and uh, it was making fun of how it's just about barbecuing, and that's all people Okay. Really... Yeah. Oh, right, right. Nobody even Everybody, what you doing? Everybody. <laughs> barbecuing wow. everybody. Barbecuing. It's <laughs> Memorial Day.
2: <laughs> wow. And I don't think anyone goes into um, the biz, biz thinking like, you know, if I stick at it for like 15 years, I can play. For a dozen college kids, I think everyone wants to be oh, well, successful. Oh, like look, the
0: I've moved yeah. the goalposts. Move I have goal totally post. moved the goalposts, and I'm like, I am already successful, people. I <laughs> yeah. don't know if you understand. Well, why not you well, be the next Jackie. Beatles?
1: Well, this is great that you brought this up like this, Matt. Thank Thank you, well Jimmy. done, Matt. Thank, Thank you, Jimmy. you, Jimmy. It's uh-huh. funny. Did you? I must have known you were on the show because I thought of you twice this week already, Anything and I'm like, had- I must have saw his name had- on that email. Yeah, yeah. That's it. Okay, because that would have been weird. But uh, let me ask you a question, Jackie.
0: Yes, Jimmy. When
1: you were a senior in high school. Right. If someone would have came to you and said, um, hey, in 20 years, you're going to be a stand-up comedian with a a special on uh, Comedy Central. Congratulations. And a CD. And you're going to know uh, and get to meet all of your comedic heroes and probably work with them at some point. uh, What would you have said
0: I, no way. I want, you know what I wanted to Max, be when I was, was 18? What? A forest ranger.
2: <laughs> you're a dork forest ranger. A now, dork for- now you're a dork <laughs> no, forest I ranger? I'm a
0: dork forest ranger. By the way, ladies and gentlemen, it. please buy a ranger of the dork forest, which is very ironic because I did want to actually be a forest ranger. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Okay. You just wow. found your... You I've found blown way my to, own mind. So let you me twisted so, your gift. What do you think about that, Jackie? What do I think about? About the, the where you my life is gone? You talk about
1: how you... You pretended that you just moved the goalpost backwards, and I'm telling you that you, that you actually exceeded the goalpost you had set for yourself as a person. Oh, completely. Young person.
0: Completely. And the thing is, is, is to move the goalpost is to... is to And when my nephew said that he he... Because my nephew came up with this, the, the analogy, to move the goalposts. And um, are, uh, and if you move the goal, it's, I do consistently say, I've already achieved more than a lot of people have gotten to achieve. You know, to have a half hour special on Comedy Central, to make a living doing what we do, is to win. We've already won. You know, I mean, if I don't think <clears throat> to be more Meryl Streep, and at this late date, it seems unlikely. Uh, and she's already, she's still using that uh, that persona.
2: I always think there's people, there's levels of dissatisfaction in everyone's career. I think. Right. Jo- uh, George Clooney's well, like, mad that Brad Pitt got a movie that he wanted to do.
0: Right. They're sitting around going, oh, I didn't get that. Oh, what happened to me? Oh And Maria Bamford, I think, put it best when she said, uh, "The hole inside of me is not comedy shaped. It is not. Oh. But, but, <laughs> here, there's here. no, oh, there's no success. There's no it. it the there's." Why? not going to be enough success funny to funny.
1: perfect. Hole. It fits it perfectly.
0: But the... Yeah. But the it
1: really does. Did, <laughs> did you see the Joan Rivers movie? <laughs> did I see it? Yes. And did I you? interviewed her afterwards.
0: Oh, did you? Did you have her on the show? Yes. You, uh, oh, Jimmy Dore does a podcast, ladies and gentlemen. Let's talk about it. What's the website? It's uh, comedyandeverythingelse.net. Nice. .net. Yes, dot .net.
1: out. And, and I, I have another one uh, called The Jimmy Dore Show, which is more about... Uh, more topical humor, more newsy humor like the daily show type thing. Uh-huh. Okay. Cool. And
0: and you had uh you had Joan Rivers on comedy so and everything did, else. I
1: saw that. You're right. She, her her hole is still yeah, and very gaping. Still very gaping
0: and bleeding and oozing and But
1: she, you know, she has psychological problems. And always know? has.
0: Yeah. Always has. And, and anybody, you know, anybody who gets their face done that many times, is yes, trouble. Yes. Yes.
1: Yeah. Yes. And She's you never know, even enough her daughter if you look in that movie, even her daughter recognized that uh if when it comes down to her her or her mom's career, her mom's going to pick her mom's career.
0: <laughs> oh yeah. That was a line in it. Her mom yeah. was going to pick her own it's career. Just,
1: I understand. It's going to, yeah, she, and, and even yeah. she did something and the way she, and the way her daughter like kind of dismissed it. So she could still have a relationship with her right. mother. Cause, you was, know why? Cause
0: her daughter is not as broken as Joan Rivers right. is. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so That's
1: right. That's funny. Right. And, uh, but the way, so the way her, her daughter dealt with it was uh-huh. to say that, uh, you know, my mom doesn't even, she's not even aware she's doing these things.
2: Yeah. You can tell yourself whatever you need to tell yourself. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, Plus, oh yeah. No, no, go, go ahead. ahead. I was going to say, it, it's got to be a drag to um, have a level of notoriety only because you're related to someone famous. You know, because. That's uh, got to be tough. You it's got to be tough, especially when you're trying to do the same thing. Like, I know her from being snarky about what people are wearing with her mom. Not from the oh, book that she wrote. Not from thing. man. Right. Not from like her stand-up career. Not from film and television. You know it's she's like, done.
1: Yeah, it's gotta, it's not, not to be
2: a dick, but uh, that's gotta suck.
1: Yeah, Frank right. Sinatra Jr. <laughs> Honestly, right, right. You know? Yeah, but Robbie hey, Robbie Knievel.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Rick Knievel. Robbie Knievel. <laughs> yeah, it's um. It's man, I stink.
0: remember Evil Knievel when I was Michael a kid. Michael Douglas's oh, brother. Yeah. Oh, yeah. my God, the guy did Eric Douglas. <laughs> yeah. Eric Douglas. These are
1: tough. These are tough. These damage people growing up that way. Eric did you Douglas is
0: dead, by the way. Did you guys yeah, read
2: you uh, I Killed? Did you read? Uh,
0: yes. Uh, oh, that, that movie? When they,
2: the uh, yeah, about the, the, uh, Michael Douglas. Uh, uh, oh, God. Robbie Douglas, the, the comic? Who he's doing comic? Eric. Eric.
0: Eric. Eric
2: Douglas. Eric Douglas, when he was bombing in a club, he's like, do you guys know who I am? Yeah, you're someone's brother.
0: No, no, no! It was the line. Go ahead, do it. it was. Oh, no, i sorry. This no, was so, I'm sorry to step It was like up. no, no was I'm Eric Douglas, it. and the and the heckler said, "You could say it."
2: Well, he, he's like, uh, "What were you?" Uh, you
0: I'm Kirk. I'm I'm
2: Kirk Douglas' son. And then one by one, everyone in the audience stood the
0: first up. First guy said, "I'm
2: Kirk Douglas' son." No!
0: Yes. Yeah, it was yes. A, Spartacus, no! right? a Spartacus heckling
2: a group. Spartacus. It was, the best. It was the best. Oh, I'm Kirk Douglas' son.
0: Uh, I heard.
2: that. I heard uh, that, Heckler
0: uh, be... said, "I am Spartacus." I don't. I it could have been either way, but whatever it was, it was freaking. Either genius. way,
2: that's great. It's genius, and it, and the farther away you get from the incident, the Unified less true it has happen. to be. To Unified. even if I made it up just right now, that would you be have great. To, no, but I did read that in. in uh, I think it was. I killed her. I read the shit out of comic books. I, I read them all. Oh, there. do you? Yeah. See,
0: I have no interest in. Um, I've been asked several times to read books. It was like, um, people are what like, a you're a voracious. <laughs> yeah. how much of book learning. Uh, no, several times. <laughs> people
1: have asked me to read books. I, Teachers. Can, I am not reading. I love professors.
0: I'm going to backpedal yeah. in the middle of that sentence, yeah, which you know. is people are great. And I love, uh, I love fans. Humanity. And if you've written some sort of novel about oh. stand-up comedy, I don't care. I'm so sorry. i I've, I've, uh, Really? Really? Yeah, I I would never read. It's a it's. I've,
1: Phil Maher wrote a book, a novel about stand up comedy right, people, it's called True Stories, and yeah, it is
0: so goddamn good. I could give a shit. It's like if I wanted to watch him jerk off. I mean, I, I, don't you feel like you're living it? Why Why would I want to read it? Oh,
2: I like to read it because you, it's a can go ahead. No, no, Jimmy, go ahead, please. First of all, it was
1: about a time, a, a, the seminal time of the stand-up comedy, you know, when it was new to people and, and, and when it went to different... And then he kind of boils it down in that book to every comic becomes one of four t- comics. shit, fuck, uh, chink, and, some, and fat. And those are like, whenever they're in a tight spot, those are the jokes. They do. One guy does a shit joke, one guy does a, a sex joke... One get as a fat joke, one get as a chink joke. I would love
0: to sit around and hear him tell those stories and have that opinion. I can't possibly, you want to stick it in some sort of pulpy noir novel where you're just like, everybody gets a locker and stand up comedy. It wasn't like that. No, because no. he was actually there. Like so in Punchline? Was, mm-hmm. The
1: dressing it, room. But it doesn't come yeah. off like that because it comes off genuine. Like, oh, this is what it was really like to be back there then. There's so many great lines in that book. Um, he, he, For instance, This girl wants. What's her
0: name? It's Bill Maher's uh, fictional novel.
1: Yeah, he wrote it probably fifteen years ago, and it was was about stand-up comedy, like. In the early '80s, uh-huh. and how when the first club would open up in a city, and they would go there, yeah. and people didn't and realize that the comedians are changing next week. The waitress didn't know, and, you know, this thought this is you know, the whole deal, right? And right? Like, and they're rock stars, and that whole, and I never got to experience
0: that. No, no. So it, and it, it was the, I started doing stand up in the mid '80s, and they were like, oh, "That's such the boom. You must have been in a lot of money." And I was like. The boom didn't make it uh, to Madison, Wisconsin. It turns uh, out Bill Kinison was taking us all for a buggy ride at 10 bucks a week. Uh, so I got, a,
1: I got the, the back end of the boom. I did catch it. And I started at My open mic was the summer of 89, my first open mic. So it was just starting to tail off. Clubs were still opening. Put it that way. So if clubs are still opening, you can't say that. But, you know, it was like. When the housing bubble, like we all knew, it yeah, was yeah, common, 91, but still, ninety
0: one, ninety ninety one, I think was the end yeah. of the big boom, and
1: that was it, and then ninety two certainly. Uh, but uh, that one of the quotes from that book was so there's this girl who wants to be this comedian's girlfriend, mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, he really likes Something her. Something to aspire to. <laughs> I like how we're all laughing. Yeah, girlfriend. <laughs> and he said she, and he said uh, she says, "Come on, why, why can't I go?" Why can't you take me with you? I, I want to be your girlfriend. Yeah. And he says, "No, you know. Oh, on her. the road. He, no, like to Los Angeles or whatever. He was going to make the move. Oh,
0: man. he was moving. Yeah, okay, the big move.
1: And he's, she's like, to, she's like, uh, why, why? What are you afraid of? Are you afraid you, uh, you afraid you won't make it? I'll still love you if you won't make it. He goes, well, let me put it to you this way. Wow, <laughs> if I make it." I'm not the kind of man who can resist the shallow trappings of
0: success. (laughs) Ah, yes. She says, but
1: what if you don't make it? And he says,
2: well, then you really don't want to be (laughs) around. I used to work at the Playboy Mansion. (laughs) And
0: it's proof that Bill Maher is broken. Yes, Uh, and yourself?
2: I used to work at the Playboy Mansion uh, every Halloween. I used to work at the Halloween parties. Really? Yeah. yeah. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh no um they would do a haunted I have to do a haunted maze and I would play Jesus one of the characters Christ. sexy ghost sexy ghost with a thong you no know? mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I played the ghost How from peanuts with uh, that had all the Charlie Brown with his <laughs> uh, all his eye holes I knew a guy and he's like he said like, you're you're hilarious so he would have me be yeah, at the entrance to it. any kind of thing where like there was a 3D section where I'd have to give people 3D glasses before they went into it Sure so, the, the people, I had to, like, interact with them and, you know, and because just being a comic, you, like, know peripherally who these people are and a little bit about them. So, it became, like, an improv bit. But I'm, like, wearing this latex mask and I'm, like, some mad professor. So, they don't really know who I am. So, I can go and run up and grab Mike Tyson and say, Mike, 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 you know, in my, like, let me see if I can do it. Right. Blade
0: you're glasses
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, and you get to do these little like kind of fun improv scenes with, but Bill Maher was always like um, I think he's trying to take the baton from James Conn, as far as like uh, perennial half house guy oh yeah oh okay uh, uh, yeah yeah but he's always when, when uh, uh, I thought this was in bad taste but very funny I think it was right <laughs> after uh, I think
0: that sums him up I think yes yeah, in 20 bad 20 taste but... of <laughs> <laughs> and,
2: uh, Bill Maher
0: yeah <laughs> It's uh, the the first hour of his act is fantastic. The last twenty minutes is a, just a mistake, no, an Really? I've yeah. never
2: seen him. I never see. Him oh bad.
0: my god, the long set! It's fantastic, and then it isn't. There no. we go.
2: Oh. <laughs> uh, but he was a yeah for Halloween. He was Steve Irwin, the crocodile hunter. He was just wearing khaki shirt and shorts, and had like a. A stick uh, oh,
1: yeah. I saw sticking a out of, of
0: his chest. Oh, okay. pretty That's fine. fine. That's, that's all
2: right. No. Was
0: it right after? Don't forget your tiny glasses, Bill. <laughs> was it right after? It was, was oh, I mean, it was, was the it Halloween was too too after. Soon? Oh, okay. Yeah.
2: I mean, I don't it's remember. So. Well, I'm sorry I, to say Steve Irwin's death wasn't a you know like john lennon or
0: well let me tell you right after jack tripper died, or whatever his name was john, john ritter john ritter uh <laughs> jack, jack,
2: jack tripper, tripper jack tripper
0: he, the, the regal beagle yeah, yeah and uh let me just say that uh <laughs> i was on the colin quinn tough crowd thing, nice and oh, nice. they hated my joke they what joke was your joke which was that uh the, and they asked us to do john ritter material and I wrote a joke that said that they've renamed the show Eight Simple Rules I Ignore because my dad is dead. Ugh. And they didn't air it. And it and it was fucking tough crowd. That yeah. was that that Pussies. entire... Come on. That was what it was destined... Yeah,
1: those are the same guys who, you know, uh, call themselves comedy purists and sucked Dennis Leary's dick.
0: Wait a minute. it's a, it. Now, Dennis Leary, I don't know enough about him. I, I only know a little bit about Bill Maher only because He's Bill Maher of, al- yeah. always gets women to open for him. He always open has a woman for open for him because it Smart. softens his, it softens his Smart. edge. Yeah. Smart. But you can't be in the green room with him. What does that mean? Uh, I was in the green room and I've heard that this is from everybody, from Maria to Karen. M- women
1: Renpack can't Steven. be in his green room? No, no.
0: The other comic, the opening comic, which happens to always be a woman, but I don't think it has anything to do with it. So that does
1: she has her own green room?
0: No, No. He Where does she have to go? Uh, I to- well, he said to me, are you going to need this space? I need this space. In the green room, and I said, "No, I'll just go hang out in the coat rack and wait for my set. That's cool." Or that and big comic table me.
2: in the back. He didn't even
0: hear me. Mm, and he goes, really? "Thanks, thanks a lot." And uh, so mm. I went down, and uh, and the club was actually really mad because he was smoking pot up there and he had his hookers up there. But it was uh, what club was this? Cops in uh, San Francisco. Yeah, if I'm. If I'm that a... upstairs green room, you know that one? Mm-hmm.
1: No, I haven't. I you know, I'm no. I've, the, the, it's
0: the new cops over in I've San never, Francisco.
1: i never. Yeah, I mean, I've been to the club. I haven't worked it. I just worked the punchline last week. So you're nice. taking to San
2: Francisco. Congrats. Oh,
0: you did the punchline?
2: Yes. I I, love I, I the worked punchline. it about a month and a half
0: ago. First time ever.
2: Congratulations. Featured for Eddie Ift. Nice.
0: Let's move on. <laughs> like that. There was like three beats. Waiting. Do you waiting. realize we haven't talked about anything but the thing that we're all dorks about, okay. which is stand-up comedy. Okay. Yes, I'm a, st-
1: I'm, a I'm a total dork for total stand-up, dork. stand-up comedy. That's why I love, you know, that's why I do my comedy podcast. I like talking about comedy. I like, and I'm, I'm a nerd for news. I'm a news junkie. Right. You know, um, I would like to, though. Um, what do not, you think about the Nazi LARPer? I think mm. It's hilarious.
0: Yeah, you don't think, it's just, it's just, I mean, you just think he was LARPing, right? He wasn't, I mean, I, I'm not.
1: But when you say LARPing, what does that mean? Live
0: action role-playing game?
1: Oh, that's what they call it? No, I think, those guys are with, re- uh, I think those guys are, you know, fetishists and they, uh. Sure. And they have deep, you know, they want to be Nazis and, uh, that's.
0: <laughs> but do they want to be Nazis or do they just want to play war? And oddly enough, we have two going. They could actually be in a war, but, uh, uh but they just want to play war. Isn't
2: that funny? Isn't that funny, Jackie? I'll leave it to Jackie to say the salient thing, huh? I just didn't want to admit that I didn't know what LARPing was. Because Jimmy was like nodding a lot. Oh, yeah, LARPing. Yeah, LARPing. Oh, no. I, was no, like, no I, what, don't I didn't know, know what LARPing that. was
0: before I uh, I started the Dork Forest. Because uh, I've learned a lot. I've learned L- a lot about different dork Role
1: models, that would be like LARPing.
0: Role, um, role models or role playing?
1: No, that that movie role models. Oh, you mm-hmm. know what? I never
0: saw that. I heard it was great. Actually, <laughs> Jackie, I, heard it was a well, super I really fun like that movie. a lot. Yeah, Jackie, what are you doing? Yeah, uh, it turns out I'm watching a lot of reruns of Bones. Yeah, on do you the have road. Netflix? I do have Netflix. Well, then, is, is it streaming? Get on it. Do you know what I'm watching? I'm watching Veronica Mars. Have you ever seen that? No, I have not. Uh,
2: I don't because I love women, so I don't really watch that type of program. What is Veronica Mars? I don't know.
0: You he feels really know. gay. It feels a, like a... Rock just a sweeping statement no, about yeah. something I don't know. No. Excellent Nazis. I hear the LARPing, LARPing. is fun. And uh, uh, we LARPing. We do the
2: Netflix. We stream the Netflix. Oh, oh okay. yeah, yeah. Role and, uh, models, you should...
0: Is, is it streaming?
2: I have no idea, but I you guess should get it. It's
0: fine. I, I have Netflix sitting over there. It's probably like season one, disc number three of the Mary, Mary Taylor Moore show. Okay. okay. So that's where I'm at. with the
2: I'm currently available for everything that uh, Paul Rudd is turning down. So if they need me to play like a buddy in something, sure. I'm like, I can You know what? I should say, you know what? Uh... Maybe I should go
1: that way because I said I'm available for everything. He's also available, for. <laughs> <laughs> and I keep, they
2: keep, I keep getting like yeah, Get oh, close, I get right mm. up to them, Then they go with Paul Rudd. Yeah. It's me what? and one other guy. You Paul you know, Rudd. And uh, go with do you know what casting
0: Rudd. is looking at me for these days? Uh, the mom who likes NFL. Sure, that's what they're looking at. I at see me. that. Sure, who doesn't see that? Yeah. Who doesn't see that? Or as I like to say, like an it? airport cop. Yeah, uh, I don't. I don't. Uh, I don't. I don't dislike the NFL. <laughs> I'm just unmoved. Yeah, it I all can, works out for everybody yeah. who likes it.
1: I'm, I, you know what? Uh, I enjoy watching uh, sports. I can't get emotionally involved. When I moved from Chicago to, to Los Angeles is when it's just, oh, I realized how. especially once the players start to become younger than you, it really starts to feel silly. Mm-hmm. Oh, does it? For me, it did. For most people, it doesn't, obviously. Most right. grown-up men like to watch guys half their age play sports. Yeah, yeah. I think that's a little
2: weird. I like okay. sports. I, I hate when uh, it's when the industry itself glorifies everyone that's involved with it. Like the half hour before the game, they clip uh-huh. the things together. Yeah, have you seen this guy doing yeah, yeah. this thing? It's just like okay, most of so the, time, the I have the game before, on. You just
0: like the game itself. I like, like the game the itself. Ads before and after.
2: Usually what on about Sundays. The after? Yeah. Do you
0: like the breakdown? Afterwards? So you
2: like you know. I'm always,
0: I'm fascinated by sports dorks because I never know why. Because I can't, I can't make it through an entire game, and I like yeah. things like I like the X Games, yeah, because that's like watching a real live video game. You yeah. know, it's like watching somebody that's drop into a 20 foot half pipe. Are you kidding me? That's terrifying. Did
2: you see that guy last year who like no? shot like 30 feet up in the air and he's supposed to like land uh-huh. back on the ramp and just like, instead of going up and back, he went straight up and kind of out. Yeah, and oh. bang. Did he break 40 everything? feet. Yeah. It was did, probably 40 feet. Did he break stuff? Uh, I'm sure he broke a lot of stuff, but he like... Uh, spleen. uh
1: <laughs> really? I didn't hear what happened. Right. But I just saw... Uh, it, it's amazing what those guys amazing. Can do on those... Uh, and especially
2: when you're like 20 and you don't fear anything. Yeah. Not that you, you know... Right. I, I think you like, get I'm older and you're just like, I'm to smack yeah. my head open.
0: Right. I, I will break a hip. I will, then I will hip. not be able to walk. Yeah.
1: Or that snowboarder. Who tragic story, right? Had head injury, right? I don't know if you watched the Olympics this year, but he mm-hmm. couldn't compete because he was he oh, because he
0: wiped head. out, yeah, yeah he smacked his
2: head, yeah, yeah. Or the uh, the the loser who just uh, yeah, but died. the loser, yeah,
0: oh, right, right, right.
2: The skeleton is that what that's called when you're on your you're just the one guy.
0: Did you see The Hunger Games was going to come out? Did you see that ad for that movie? <sighs> the Hunger Games? Hunger if it's Games.
2: what I think it sounds like, I don't like it already.
0: It's Well, it's a children's series. Oh, okay. uh, uh, but it's the darkest, it's a young adult series. Mm-hmm. And it's about 16-year-olds who have to fight to, to the death for food.
2: Okay, yeah. It's that's a dystopian what I thought it was, future. Essentially,
0: what are you whining about? You have a cell phone. Maybe you'd have to fight each other to death for food. It's essentially it's like it's like you have to read the Outsiders. Now you have to read the Hunger Games I or see. The Giver.
2: So it's a work of fiction.
0: Oh, it's definitely yeah. a okay. work of fiction. Right. But it's it's like it's total. It's not total recall. It's uh, the Running Man mm-hmm. meets the Road.
1: Hmm. Um, yeah, I didn't see either of
0: those. Okay.
1: But
2: uh, 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 Cormac McCarthy. Maybe. You
0: never you never saw the Running Man. It's on like a twenty four seven rotation with Arnold Schwarzenegger on. Uh, it was Richard, Richard Dawson's Dawson.
2: his finest work.
0: It's it time in, to start running! It's actually one of... <laughs> I think he did a really nice job. I think he did a great job. Is with Dustin Hoffman? No, no. That's no, the marathon, that's the Marathon Man. Oh, I man. saw that. That's oh, Schwarzenegger and... I uh, man. That was
2: a great movie.
0: Yeah? Well, Maria Cachito Alonso. Lawrence Olivier was in the Marathon Man. He was. This is a, well, yeah, yeah. Ball. But uh, the Running Man, different. Entirely different. Uh, yeah. More pulp. Less... Okay. Though, though at the end of Marathon, man, you know, Lawrence Olivier plays a Nazi dentist or something like that, doesn't he?
2: I think he just uh, yes. LARPs a, nar- a Nazi. LARP. He LARPs he it. Larps well, it. What was that, four minutes for yeah, the callback? That nice was, nice was okay.
0: work, nice work. I wonder if, uh, um, you know, you, you never think of, of uh, actors LARPing, just because they're constantly in costume. I had a couple of actors on one of the previous shows, and mm-hmm. they were talking about how Halloween was very much amateur night, and they don't do it, but... I never, I never uh, got into Halloween myself, but I like the idea of costumes.
1: I like. I was in Tempe one year, I played the Tempe Improv. Right. And. Um,
0: in Scottsdale.
1: Which uh, Dan Moore is no longer a part of, and uh, I think they're down two, two nights a week. Oh, <laughs> yeah. are they? Is it over? <laughs> it seems like it's going down pretty and quickly. No, no, Comics
0: in New York is closing. Do you hear that? No, no really. really? Yeah, yeah. Best no. club in New York City. I Open didn't it hear closed. that. Then. Mm-hmm.
1: Why is it closing then?
0: Right, I believe because they paid their comics fairly.
2: Is that your phone? Oh, yeah. that'll do it. So talk we keep much talking. Your stuff. Yeah, your yeah. talk stuff. I like that. So they're doing two nights a week in there. So you threatened to turn your phone off before.
0: I just turned the radar off.
2: Oh, okay. <laughs> well, you'll be fine then.
0: But uh, yeah, it's fine.
2: Yeah, one time I was—I used to do—I used to be on this show. Uh, was, so what the show was that? It was called Out of Jimmy's Head. It was uh, Cartoon Network's first live-action series. I
0: remember that. Yeah,
2: I was uh, the bad guy on the show, Sunny Applebee.
0: Sunny Applebee. Apple.
2: Yes, I—I spoke with the voice. I was a very big character. I uh, wore a three-piece suit with a cape and uh, tucked my suit into combat boots and had this weird mustache and everything. That is and very kids terrifying dressed up children. like me for Halloween. I oh had, like, did they? Yeah, I had like oh, pictures. wow. Yeah. so that's it was neat. like that's kind of neat. Yeah, I like well, that.
0: Yeah, it's awesome. That's yeah, it was awesome. very
2: touching cuz like I got pictures like the network sent me some pictures of like kids and stuff and just like all right, that's adorable. That's Wouldn't that just... be something if you were giving out candy at your house and somebody showed up to your house dressed as
0: <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and good. I
2: was dressed as Sunny Apple Day, too. What Whatever what, what, what are you doing here? And then you could uh, go on the moth and tell a story about it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> without notes. Without notes. Yeah, sure.
0: I wonder if James... Just outline it. Outline it. If anybody comes to James or Baniac's house dressed as, like, the venture... Rusty Venture. I don't know who. You, you don't watch the Venture Brothers uh, on uh, Cartoon Network.
2: Dope. No. Uh,
0: it's easily the best cartoon on television.
2: Really. In
0: my opinion. Uh, and then discuss uh, their podcast discuss. led, as you will.
2: Mm-hmm. No, uh, I never. i never. Read. It's super
0: dark. They pack more into it than anything else. It's episodic. There's not really a story arc, so it's fucking hilarious. Hmm. And um, it's. Dark. It's kind of dirty. Mm-hmm. It's uh. It's good. Sounds like things I would like. Yes, you would dark, like and dirty. Dirty, dirty, dark, dark and dirty. Dark and a lot dirty. of stuff
2: packed in. Ooh, tell me more. Filthy, 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 right. too. filthy, right. aggressive. filthy. <laughs> aggressive, filthy.
0: I'm so sad that I stepped away from the microphone like, oh, to okay. <laughs> talk about yeah, yourself. A friend of mine
2: won events. the um, moth like monologue contest here in L. A. And, oh, right? and they flew her out to New York, and she was like one of the last ten people. She was one of the ten monologues.
0: Storytelling. Yeah, and it was
2: hosted by Garrison Keeler. Really, I like and the it's way,
0: a contest too. I
1: like because when you listen to Garrison Keillor, you really know what it's like to
2: feel like a breath inside of his nose. Okay. <laughs> Today's broadcast brought by Potemkin Biscuits. <laughs> oh, Potemkin
0: You nailed that, man.
2: That's wow. awesome. And he's got that whistling s. Like, bl- yeah,
0: I don't know why. I've been listening to him for thirty years. I've never. My parents loved him when I was a kid, and. He was. I was like, this is something. This is like watching golf. This is something to nap to, man. It's so. I like his Lake Walbegon
1: I, I actually enjoyed. Do enjoy you like it. the noir? Uh, you know what? It seems like they're pretending to do. Like, remember how we used to do comedy back in the fifties? With <laughs> <Well>, like, it's <laughs> like, yeah. Why are you still doing that? I think that? he was
0: born in the fifties, wasn't he?
1: <laughs> I don't. I don't know. But that's what it seems like. Half the show seems like that. Pretend, hey, we're doing an old timey comedy revival, and then that Lake Walbagon's
2: good. And then I like right. the music he. Has. I mean, I like to hear him talk. And he also does the uh, the author's notebook, this day and yeah. And the, but that's oh, like right. a just and, NPR and the daily Innesial. poetry thing
0: too. He'll do the daily poetry thing. I, yeah, I saw the movie. Yeah, uh, James but...
1: Joyce, James Joyce,
0: <laughs> <He was> born <laughs> in Scotland. <That> <laughs> I'll do
1: the
2: breathing, and you can do that. <laughs> okay. Oh my God. We should collaborate. Ready? Let's
0: talk about classics.
2: <laughs> Did you uh... Robbie Burns was a fantastic son of a welder and uh, his mother was a prostitute <laughs> <laughs> so Excellent. the movie uh, was based on
1: uh, his radio show it was with Meryl Streep and Lily Tom Robert Altman
2: directed right. and it was a sin news
0: mm, I don't right. to
2: say that because it was his last movie but I was pretty bored and wow. I love love, love Robert Altman love Robert
1: Altman boy did he miss the la- that's a lot la- you don't want to do that God it's bless you good night. go out on that.
0: That's not a palate cleanser.
1: That was... I mean, it was just so many wasted performances. It was like, how do you not see that this doesn't come together? Yeah. <laughs> and sometimes you <laughs> Look he, at me telling Robert, off. Robert!
0: Robert! God damn it! You <laughs> choked would it, Robert! Would it have been better if the last movie he did was The Proposal? I mean, what would you have no, wanted to right.
2: do? <laughs> no, you're right. Well, he was one of those guys and I talk about him all the time because I, Are you? Yeah, I, I like to I like like inclusive stuff where everyone's in and everyone he would when he was making a movie, before he would break a setup, he would like like turn to the, the cast and crew, does anyone have any any other ideas about how we can do this before we, you know, strike the lights and move on to the next thing. So it was really collaborative. Really? From everyone that had worked with. That I is like really that. neat. Because a lot of people are like these auteurs and, you know, they don't want to be told anything. But when you're... Great and successful. You can also, uh, you know, mix that with humility. And, and if be you like, can hey, I don't need to be. Yeah, there. if you could
0: still hear something, especially yeah. forty years into. Yeah, and it's
2: into not like career. you need to take every idea that you get. I mean, that's just right. foolish. But so you're saying that Robert Altman was a communist? Basically, that's my way of saying he was. I think a communist. he was a
0: card-carrying member. S- yes. yeah. So I'm
2: I'm pretty pretty sure. Sure. That's some of that
1: Chicago politics. <laughs> that's the <for> Chicago way. Uh, <sighs> Chicago politics.
0: Are you surprised with Barack Obama just being uh, just okay at his job?
1: Yes, isn't that you are? Yes, I'm very surprised. You are surprised. Oh yes, well you know I mean
0: because uh, I'm from Milwaukee. Uh, when well, I the, think about Chicago politicians, I'm never surprised.
1: I realize that um, he's black, you know, so that really informs.
0: You. Did you have a greater expectation from him because was yes. a black man? Yes, I did. <laughs> did yes, you really? Yes, I did because he knows what he is. Because he black. had to fight so hard to get to where he is. Yeah.
1: So and he so he started at nothing. I mean that's another thing. Like Bill Clinton, that, you know, that's the difference between Bill Clinton and Barack Obama and George Bush and George Bush. You know, it's that they can tell
2: the difference. No. Yeah. Oh, what do you got? No,
0: I can hear the crackling. Oh, of uh, of uh, If you guys oh, thank cans. you for
2: having bugles here, Jack. Right, right. You, yeah, <laughs> I guys would guys appreciate can have it. have cans. Been... It would not. Yeah, if we had cans, know.
1: But I expected Barack bugles Obama to do more and get things done, and the, and the reason why I because because the country was ready. That's why, because the country okay. was ready for a big change. Like I thought he was going to come in and change the way we did health care. Like I, he's going to go, okay, Medicare for everybody. Get used to it, and the public would have went, all right. But instead, he didn't do any. He did exactly what we've always been doing. He gave more money to the health insurance companies and the big pharmaceutical companies. Mm. And we're still paying twice as much for our health care as the rest of the industrialized nations. And we're doing it exactly the same way. But people but the people who are his opponents made people believe that he was doing it different. You know, so they did. He's screwing everything up. He's radical.
2: So they're going to say you're doing that anyway, Barack. Why not actually do it? Yeah, I, I, I agree. I agree. Well, there's, it, it, and nobody wants anyone else to succeed when they're not in their party because if there's success that they can't take credit for, it's easier to just dismiss and like, oh it, he, I mean, it would
0: be great if a, if a president would just say, "I'm only going to be, I'm going to be president if I, if, I, if you reelect me, that'll be great." But I'm going to actually just take the take the reins and do it. You know, I'm just going to I'm going to do all the things I said I was I didn't expect him to. Just because he's a moderate, you know? Well, I didn't he's know he was. player. I didn't
1: know he how was. How could you
0: not know? Well, because
1: I'm not that smart, Jack. But you, have <laughs>
0: thought, when you read the news all the time. I don't. Do you know how I find out about the news? Uh, BBC.com slash news is my homepage.
2: Is it? BBC?
0: And so I, BBC. So uh-huh. all I do is I, I read uh, some headlines, mm-hmm. and then I watch a little bit of The Daily Show, mm-hmm. and uh, occasionally I'll see a newspaper lying on, uh, just blowing in the wind.
1: Right. Um, I thought that uh, he was, he, uh, the, the, it seemed like he had sensed the moment. Because there was a moment. that It was. had more to do with the moment than the man. I had hope. I did have hope that it. And I thought mm-hmm. he sensed it. In his inaugural speech, he said, you know, those people who think that the argument is big government versus small government don't realize that the grounds have shifted beneath them. Mm-hmm. That people have now look at where this trickle down bullshit uh, corporatist agenda has gotten us. Right. We're now in another Great Depression, and we're in two foreign wars, and people don't have health care still. So it's time for shit to change. Be- and I thought, because he, he was the one who talked about the urgency of now. Why was he running now? Why wasn't he going to wait till later? Because he talked about the urgency of now. So I thought, even though he might not have been
0: a progressive in his heart, he understood the moment. You know? See, I was exactly the opposite. I think he is a progressive in his heart, but he's chicken to seize the moment. Because he's because he is he's a politician. The moment. Because he's a he's a Chicago politician. He he's, is chicken. He's, he's he, a machine. He guy. Say,
1: well, the problem is that Jackie, you know, when you so that so now I start to think, how could he do this? How could he let me down? How could I be so <laughs> deceived? <laughs> right, right. How could how could I have missed it? It is sad. Hughes. So then you look yeah. at it. He was going to pull it, and out. you go, well, of course, he's a black guy who becomes the editor of the Harvard Law Review. You don't get to that position by shaking shit up on your way. No, you, know what? That's true. you get you get no. there by making white people feel comfortable with your presence.
0: That's I think it's incredibly simplistic. It it, it implies that it that um, well then it, okay. it, it belittles what he has achieved in in his life and it belittles the man he is, I think, to say that he's just you know because what you're saying essentially is that he's an Uncle Tom, you know? He's he's he's
1: just I'm saying that only that kind of personality could get ahead. If you're a black guy who stirs shit up, you're not going to be the Harvard Law Review editor.
2: I really don't think <laughs> the system's uh, in place that anyone's going to shape anything up. Right. Because there's if too much If you're a guy who stirs shit up, you don't get there. No. Nah. uh uh-uh. Right. So he's not a stir. Right. No.
0: Right. He's I, a I,
1: get-alonger. He's a he's a compromiser. He had to be.
0: Right. I, I, I do think that in, in many ways he is a guy who had to, to compromise. He's a guy who had to placate to some extent and, but also excel in certain areas to be known as, as the man he is. Genius. He's a genius. Yeah, at, at the very least, some of the time. Yes. He's, he's he's a, a genius. He
1: has a gift to lead, and he's not using it. Um, in fact, it seems like the people have to arm twist him. And it's like he's getting, he, he's, he's the one now shooting the messenger. You know, when he's come out with the big rip with the quote-unquote professional left, Hey, you guys are gonna lose control of Congress. And it's not because of the professional left. It's because they're letting you know the people who you want to come out and vote for you are not enthused about your leadership because you haven't delivered. You no. haven't made a, a difference in their life.
0: Right. I mean he's supposed I mean I, I I do think he's thrown away. He's thrown ask, away a huge opportunity. Well, let me ask you this. Let's ask, let me that.
1: throw this question out Yes, Jimmy, let me catch that question. <laughs> people often say to me because uh, they they say oh you're really smart and i'm like i'm not really smart i'm just informed and i'm logical believe yeah. me if you saw my report cards you would not think i was smart <laughs> so i'm just informed and logical and that's that's that's, that's way more than most of the media these days okay mm-hmm. but so now fdr Right? He comes in in a very similar situation. They had the banks had taken over. They'd gotten rid of all the regulations so people could over leverage and they were buying stocks with no money down. Uh They just turned it around in the 2000s and made it houses where people were buying with no money down and everything was over. So they did the exact same thing. So when, when FDR came in, he regulated the banks. He fixed, there was also a mortgage problem back then. Everybody's houses were worth. Right. He bought everyone's houses back from them, their mortgage, if it was underwater. Mm-hmm. Sold it back to them at 30-year fixed 5%. It stable, stabilized the housing market overnight. That was something people felt immediately. Yeah. Right. He created jobs overnight. He redid the way they did banking overnight. Is there a question
0: at the end of this? Yes. <laughs> what is it? I mean, I I I like the history he lesson, showed but I'm, I'm people there. Yeah.
1: That government could make a big difference. He created Social Security. That in the first six, all these things he did right away. He created. He changed the way they did farming. Like, oh, completely changed it. Right. He, they elected him until he died. Right. He, that ensured a Democratic so, majority in Congress for decades. Why is it you'd think you never hear Democrats mention FDR? The most popular politician in the history of our nation they didn't like crippled people i'm serious why do you, you never uh, why do you think obama did because, because they have time. gotten their clocks cleaned politically yeah. from day one that you know the republicans hold up ronald reagan like he's some savior Ugh. and everyone if you all you have to do is look at his record and you know he's a horrible president and uh who, who du- doubled the debt when he was i mean all the debt's been rung up under republican presidents. And if uh, that's what they really care about, anyway, that's just to me. Why I just—it's amazing to me that we're a progressive nation. FDR proved that we're a progressive well, be, nation. Well, yet of we the, yet we've lost our our government doesn't reflect us. And how long do you think we can keep going? It's because of the
0: fear mongering. The thing is, is remember when that's FDR said that all we have is to fear is fear itself. Fear itself. itself. Uh, that's all we have left is fear. That's all we have left. We have entire networks dedicated to the court to court TV. We have entire networks dedicated to the two percent of gentlemen in the planet that diddle small children and rape people. Well, but we have to have twenty four hours a day. Nancy Grace has to say only talks about men who beat their wives, and you're like, you know what? I bet you ninety eight percent of the men in the world don't beat their wives.
2: Well, most people don't. I mean, the fringe people, left, right are the people who get all the headlines. Because they make the radical statements, be it like, you know, green, now, green forever, or, you know, let's...
0: Did you guys see Easy A?
2: Nah, no, dude. I don't know what that is. Easy A is the... Emma uh, Stone.
0: Emma Stone movie with uh, about the Scarlet Letter. Nah. And they have, you know, with all romantic comedies, they always have a, a, a subliminal message to tell. Oh, that that that's people...
2: not true. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: Liar! Dirty no. Dancing? What's the subliminal message of Dirty Dancing?
2: Get plastic surgery.
0: Keep abortion legal. I see. Uh, Footloose? What's the subliminal message of Footloose?
2: John Lithgow's a great preacher.
0: (laughs) Censorship is bad. I see. Okay. So, uh, easy A, the the subliminal message is um, that get laid, don't get laid, feel free not to go out of your tiny lizard minds on both sides. Because there's the Cross Your Heart kids. They have a group at at the high school. And the Cross Your Heart Brock. And Which, uh, they promise not to have sex before they get married. Yeah. And, of course, they all do. The, and then, oh, the celibacy
2: oath. Uh, that the celibacy oath. That they people. make to their parents.
0: And, and to each other. And they're, in and in church. Jesus. At church, yeah. It's all, and, but it's in public school. Mm-hmm. And then they have... Um, in Texas. The other... Ki- the uh, One of the kids' parents are these uh, hippie free love people. Amen. Uh, who, one of them, hits Emma Stone with her with her boob in her face, the hilarity of that will go to my grave. Mm -hmm. And, uh, but the, you know, the thing is, is there's always, there's always this message of, I forgot, what the fuck am I talking about? You said
2: every romantic comedy, everything has Has a message. message. And the message of Easy A is, ellipses,
0: ellipses is that is that you should have sex or not have sex but not be such a freaking extremist about it i think
2: yeah i think most people like most people are just regular normal people and then and i don't think this is just americans i think because i've globally i've been really blessed to do a lot of traveling and everywhere i go people always want the same thing they want to get along with people they want to provide for their family they want to be rewarded for hard work they want all these things but they aren't the people who are squawking on the left and right in the fringe. The French people are the ones making all the noise and they're the ones grabbing all the headlines, the Glenn Becks, The you know insert lefty. Um
0: name.
2: I will you know uh, I Wait, understand that. I quick, don't have a quickly. lefty
0: name. Do you have a lefty name? Uh, yes, Who's I, in that bad people lefty? people would still that's you know, why Ariana was,
1: Huffington I was you know, very common sense ideas she has put forward. I yeah. don't think you know, no, I what, 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 I so that's what I would say that 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 is a narrative that the corporate right likes to put out. That hey, the left we're just just like the opposite. No, no, it's that's not the same thing. You know what? Uh, when if you watch Fox News uh, and a, and an accurate fact happens to show up, it is a coincidence. Yeah, and they, and they <laughs> are actively race baiting, and I can and I, and people go prove. You know, watch it. Watch yeah, it for five minutes. I've got clips. I got I got two hard clips, I have two you? hard drives full of disproving it. <laughs> yeah. They don't even use code words anymore. No. They don't even use the dog whistle politics on They Brill O'Reilly have clips of him saying white Americans fear that black uh, blacks are going to take their government tax dollars and, and spread it Barack Barack Obama's gonna take their tax dollars and give it to black communities. He literally says that. That's so. Those there aren't equivalents on the left we'll and right. Do it live. So now, that would be the, the progressive. So you know, Glenn Beck is just a <laughs> main, and it's for people who can't see te- through televangelists. It's like who watches Fox News? It's people who can't see through televangelists. You yeah. know what I hate?
0: Mean? It's like when I go to the dentist, and it's flipping playing in the in the in the. I, it makes me never yes. want to go back to the sitting room or whatever. The, the yeah, I'm like, this is your choice. For I mean, I, mean, CNN, I want to put on. I
1: want to put on first Nickelodeon.
0: Of all, this, For crying out loud.
1: You can watch this with a straight face. This doesn't insult your intelligence well, that it, these guys are... There re- isn't even any news of it. It's all opinion. It's, right? My
2: favorite part about the whole argument is when really uber-conservative people, are like they say the liberal... Biased in the media, yeah. playing themselves as the underdog. The media, I'm money. just trying to. Yeah, yeah. what? What are nah, rich white guys nah. who are nah. mouthpieces
0: for the corporations
1: going to get their fair shake in the media? <laughs> ah, All right, you guys. Yeah, so guess
0: what? So it's been an hour. Uh, really? What I like to do is I like so to get up? right to. We'll yeah, I like. Up. We're we're gonna do a 12 hour show. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Because once you introduce politics into the mix, we didn't even talk about how Matt Knutson plays a piano and takes piano lessons.
2: That's true, I do. That is so, great.
0: Do you take answer? That's
2: impressive. Too. Um, actually, the wife and I...
0: Do a little ballroom?
2: We, you? we, uh, we signed up for tap dancing lessons. See?
0: Really? You yeah. know what? You're a triple threat, man. My uh-huh. dad always said, when you go into show business, you gotta be able to sing, you gotta be able to dance. He's I'm a like,
2: huffa He's a crooner.
0: That's
1: what my dad told me. Yeah. Well, that's
0: because your dad is also from the... Third century.
1: uh, You know, if you're going to go into show business, you know the ones who have the most longevity is the song and dance man. (laughs) So you should uh, go, what are you talking about? Buddy Epson?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man, you love to end on a Buddy Epson. Yeah,
2: you know, TV is the box they buried Vaudeville in. Mm -hmm. Ah, Mm -hmm.
0: The comedy stylings of Matt Knudsen. That's me. uh, Go to mattknudsen.com. Oddly enough, Knudsen, spelled like Knudsen. K N U D S E N
2: Spelled like it sounds
0: spelled and, and pronounced like it's spelled, which is so I i always went said It would, so,
2: it would yeah. be
1: funny if your first name like like you know Newt Rockney, if you were Nude Knutsen. But yeah. people
2: go, is it Canute Knutsen? No, okay. it's Nude Knutsen. Uh, that doesn't... Well, it's not
0: Knut. <laughs> <laughs> would you name a chunk
2: no. uh, there was a Danish king in Denmark named King Knut. And all his lineage is Knudsen. So, in Denmark, Knudsen is like Johnson or Smith here in America. Did he ever talk
0: to just a a skull?
2: Yes, it was a skull skull. of Del Close.
0: (laughs) 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 All right, who's Del Close? Del Del
1: Close is a famous improv uh, instructor from Chicago. The UCB Theater credits. They have a Del Close festival every year.
2: Indeed they do. And um, when he died, uh, as legend has it, they took his skull... And used it in a production of Hamlet.
0: Oh, fun he, for him. Fun, fun for him.
1: He was uh, also
2: famously uh, a sexist. Yes.
0: That'll happen.
2: So I didn't think women were funny, yeah. right? Yeah. He, he, and Sh- he and Sharna Halpern started the I.O. you know? Uh, the, it's now the Adele Close Theater, which was the formerly the Andy Dick Theater in the Back Box at the Hollywood and...
0: One of my favorite club court. owners uh, said, Osmond you know, I already theater? have two women working that month. Uh, I don't know if I'm going to... I suppose I can just write off the whole month as not making money. And uh, I was like, you're hilarious. Why don't you wrap it up? And he's like, I'm just kidding. I'm just busting anyway so uh yeah yeah I'll, we'll get you in there maybe i'll have four women four women so i'm like what are you afraid it's gonna happen we're gonna bleed all over the stage get the hell off of it <laughs> it's uh sometimes people are dumb
2: what club was that, maybe you work that club. Uh,
0: i do i do work that club. oh so you I work can't that tell me i can't tell you can't i can't tell, tell you because he might be listening he's so not listening it's
2: comics right. and they're it's going so, out of business and they're
0: going out of business i can't
2: believe that that sucks it, it does suck. really does suck yeah, yeah.
0: And uh, and and Rich Miller, I'm on a five year rotation with that guy, Dennis Miller's brother. Cap City. Cap City. Cap here City. Here, here we you. come. Anyway, uh, are you doing stand up comedy, Mike and that people can come and see you?
2: Yeah, I mean, I'm on a couple of a couple of shows here around town. I haven't really. I just got Close off the road. Hands. I was okay. in the City of Angels. I just got off the road with uh, Brian Callen.
0: Brian Callen. for you're Brian Callen, Callen to uh, oh,
2: really? feathers. It was great weekend. Yeah, great Brian show. Callen. How do I know that name? Brian Callen was uh, in The Hangover. is an old school oh, TV. I know how I know him. Sure. Yeah. yeah. All right. He's in the Kyle Cease boot camp video.
1: That's how I know him.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. What well, did, he, did he, That's did, how did he, I know him. I'm like, that name. Little...
1: He makes a big appearance a in big that big appearance
0: as a guy who says, you should really take this class. because
1: uh... I can't even quote him. Oh um, yeah, what's I've seen quote? that video so many times.
0: Why have you seen that video so many
1: because times? Because we did a parody of
0: it. Oh, that's right. Oh, that parody is fantastic! Thank you. That parody. Uh, I so wanted to be because you know my idea for a comedy boot camp is uh, it's got a sorting hat. It's much like uh, Bill Maher's idea for the four different comics, uh-huh. but uh, it's it's just a Hogwartsy kind of thing. and We're just a sorting hat, and if you're lucky, you get to be a wiggly shouty comic because those guys sell the most merch.
1: Yeah. Uh, right. You could
0: be a political comic. You could lark. Well, That means you'll only work twenty weeks a year. Wiggly mm-hmm. shouty comic. Wiggly. Unless
1: you do your own thing, which is you know, In your face will durst. It's a, I, I love Will Durst. 92. He's from Milwaukee. He's, he's hilarious. Will Durst is a guest this week on Comedy and Everything Else. Really? Comedy and Everything else. Yeah.
0: Net, people. All right, Jimmy Dore. What do you want to pawn? What do you want to Jimmy Facebook, Twitter. When does all this of drop? When, uh, probably tomorrow?
1: October fourteenth, Thursday. Be at the uh, Flappers in Burbank.
0: Flappers in Burbank nice. comedy
1: club. That Flappers in Burbank. over in the there by That's a really nice there, club. You in the big room. The what big you, room. We big have room? Uh, Rick Overton, Greg Barrett, Mark Marin, Laurie Kilmartin on the show. Eight p.m.
0: No, oh, that's a hell of a show, my friend. Yeah. Uh, anyway.
2: Oh, October twenty-sixth. Yeah. I'm going to be on um, Detroit one eighty-seven. What is Doing that? A guest oh, that's new. That new show, huh? Michael Imperioli did a is couple that, scenes with that him in so. um,
0: Los Angeles as well. Um, I think it's on ABC. Oh, it's a television show with the movie. The Alphabet Network. Yeah, I I say words.
2: Um, and I saw My Generation. I I I saw the whole episodes of My Generation. What do you think?
0: It's horrible it's hmm. a terrible thing i cried the first episode though i was mocked openly by my friends
2: hmm. yeah, as long uh, as you're mocked by your friends, yeah, yeah yeah. what uh, else can you ask for it's
0: good and not much more no. i am at rooster Teeth feathers cock-a-doodle-doo. cock-a-doodle-doo this very weekend doing the stand-up comedy and then in a couple of weeks i'm going to be doing the troops ah boom thanks That's for that great. joke i'm going to puerto rico so uh we well, have in troops Nevada. in puerto rico yeah yeah yes. why wouldn't we are you kidding me we're protecting the west we got troops everywhere are you kidding that. me we're laying That's off sense. teachers yeah. So let you know. don't forget to enlist, people. Yeah. Uh, hey, have a fun week out there. I'd like to thank my guests, Jimmy Dore, Matt Knudsen. Follow them on Twitter. See him on Facebook. Go to their websites. Buy their nonsense. And uh, see you next time. Good night.
2: Don't be a stranger. Look
0: at that. That was fun. My hat, my hat, my hat. They're dancing around. My hat, <laughs> my hat, my hat, my hat. Well, what do you think of that?